break it down. Down like this. Yo, 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 welcome along everyone to Tempo Fit Workout of the Week. My name is Hayden Shearman and you are tuned into episode number 120. We are embarking on a new a new series, which I'm calling, well, I, I'm, I'm yet to decide exactly what to call it. By the time the artwork and the email comes out for this one, I'm sure we'll have a, a concise, nice little catchy name. But it's we're doing broken tempos and so... Broken tempos, we all, well, hopefully we all know what a tempo run is. It's a a steady state extended um, period of, you know, harder, harder running where you don't take breaks. And so a broken tempo suggests that there are little breaks in that, in that tempo. So that's what we're doing. And today we're starting with three times eight minutes. Next week, we're going to do three times 10 minutes. And then the following week, we're going to do three times 12 minutes. Now, these tempo runs are ideally done on the on a flat, measurable pathway, as opposed to a fartlek run where you, where you can get off, off road and you don't worry about splits. But today, we want to be pretty dialed into how fast we're moving. So if you've got a GPS watch or a um, if you've got a running track and you can use your stopwatch, Watch or you know a measured pathway with with mile or or kilometer markers, then by all means you can use your just your stopwatch for that. But we definitely want some feedback of how fast we're running so we can dial into the exact pace that we're trying to hit. Now the pace that we are aiming for is those three times eight minutes will be at your lactate threshold, which we call uh, your it's your one hour race pace. What you could hold flat out for an hour non-stop. So if we were, you're were about to go in a one-hour race, you had to run as far as you could, how far could you run? That's We, we kind of call that your lactate threshold. Um, so that's the pace that we're looking for. For most people, it's somewhere between your 10K pace and your half marathon pace. So usually it starts like, oh, it's not too bad when you start off, and then after about five or ten minutes, the reality starts to sink in. You're like, oh, okay, this is a bit pinchy. And we we kind of call it being comfortable with discomfort, this pace. So anyway, I'll go into more details around the pace and how to nail the workout, but all you need to know right now is three times eight minutes at your one-hour race pace. Right, so three times eight minutes at your one-hour race pace. Now, there's there's a few little how-tos that we're going to get into shortly. Um, but first of all, let me dive into the why. Why are we doing this particular workout? Now, I, I wrote down these three words, time under tension. Now, that's a word you might hear if you are studying weight training or... Um, you know, personal training in the gym, time under tension. That's one of the key metrics for, for building strength. You, you want to spend um, progressively more and more time under that, that weighted tension. So that's what develops strength and muscle. Now, it's the same with your body. It's the same in terms of your metabolic ability to push energy and oxygen and fuel to the parts that need it in order to keep you going. Now, that's what we're trying to do when we're running. We're trying to sustain our muscles' ability 
throughout our body to keep going at a, at a given pace. Now, this type of workout, tempo runs, are perfect for doing that because they just get you into a zone that switches you out of aerobic mode, i.e. you've got plenty of oxygen, you can chat, you, you can look around at the scenery and enjoy, enjoy, enjoy yourself. Things aren't working too hard. You're working in a fat-burning zone. Now, if you step up the intensity, you start to switch into more of a glycogen-burning zone, more of a different demands on, on your body in terms of energy systems. Now, as soon as you flick over a little threshold, which typically we call your lactate threshold, which is around that one-hour race pace, you start to get a little ticking clock in terms of how long you can maintain that pace for. It'll, it'll, you'll soon deplete the batteries and you'll, uh, you'll soon run out, of, run out of puff. Now, that's what we're trying to work on, that ability to keep that ticking clock going for as long as possible and imp improve your body's efficiency at uh, using those different energy systems. So that's what the workout is designed to do, these, these tempo runs. And when we have the little breaks in there, we're basically just trying to give ourselves a bit more time uh, at that at that heart rate, a bit more distance under our legs. So the recoveries are only two minutes long, so they're not super long, but just enough to bring the heart rate down, give you a little rest, and then allow you to go a little bit longer. So what it means, you know, today, three times eight minutes, that's 24 minutes of work. So you're getting through a little bit more than that in terms of where your heart rate will be at. It'll just be, you know, more like 25, 26 minutes at that, that particular heart rate, rather than if you just did it straight, might be more like 24 to 25 minutes when you include the recovery at the end. So by having those little recovery sections, you also just stretch out a little bit the, uh, the amount of um, time spent in a, in a particular heart rate zone. So that's what we're trying to do. Get your body into that little threshold zone where you're riding that, that thin knife edge between um, aerobic, can go and go and go, and uh, into your lactate zone, glycogen burning zone, where you start to get that ticking clock going. Now a few notes on how to nail this three times eight minute workout. So first of all, as I said before, the recoveries are just two minutes. So that's just a slow jog recovery of, of two minutes. And you might want to do slightly shorter, slightly longer, depending on whether you've done this sort of work before. If you haven't got a huge amount of endurance training under your belt, you might need a little bit more recovery and or actually turn those recoveries into a walk. So just up to you how, you how you bite those off. But for most of us, it'll just be a slow jog for uh, two minutes and then back on into it, reset the watch. The speed that you run today is very important. Now, a, a lot of you will, will have been thinking to yourself, ah, well, what is my one hour pace? Can you please tell me where do I find this, uh, this little number? Now, you can find it on the tempofit.org website. So if you flick over to tempofit.org, and then go under resources, I think it is, and you'll find the pace and race calculator, which will allow you to punch in a number, a recent time, um, 
or estimate of a time for a race and then that will spit out your training paces and you'll see lactate threshold there. Uh, now this is an approximation, we, we, we've used a bunch of different databases um, available um, and come up with our own that, that sort of works uh, from from experience of coaching hundreds of runners so this, this should be pretty accurate for most people. Now as I said earlier in the show, for most people the speed is some somewhere between your 10k and half marathon pace. So if you can't jump online, just think, don't go any faster than 10k pace and a little bit quicker than half marathon pace. And you should be around about in the, the right zone. Now, eight minutes, that's the intervals we're going for today. Next week, we're going to do 10 minutes and then we're going to do 12 minutes per set. But here's the little twist that I want to allow you to just adapt this to your own situation. Let's say your lactate threshold pace was 4 minutes 10 per k, right? So you're a reasonably, reasonably quick runner. 4 minutes 10 per k. By all means, run for 8.20 to make it to 2k. And likewise, if your uh, lactate threshold pace is, I don't know, 7.50 per mile, maybe you just do one mile and cut it a little bit short. By all means, just tweak this slightly, and you could also do half kilometers or half miles as well. So feel free to just tweak it slightly up or down. Any more than a minute or two would, would probably be too much, but that should give you some ideas on how to just tweak this one. Terrain, I said before, we want uh, this to be on a measurable flat pathway where you can get reliable splits. If you want to make it a fartlek workout, by all means, just do this one by feel on the trails. But for most of us, we want to get dialed in and really understand what pace we're running at. And also use tools like heart rate. See how that heart rate uh, hits that, gets into that zone and then sort of slowly creeps up as the workout goes on. And uh, finally, just those recoveries. Keep them nice and light. Two minutes for most people, but you might want to make them shorter or longer and potentially uh, a walk instead of a jog. The thought for the week. This week I want to talk about a philosophy, a training philosophy that is really important, especially once we get into these types of workouts. That can get really challenging. Three times 12 minutes at your uh, one hour race pace, that's 36 minutes, plus the, the time spent in the recoveries where your heart rate's reasonably high as well. 36 minutes at a pace you could hold in a race where you're tapered and fresh and trained specifically for it for one hour. So these these workouts are reasonably challenging. So one way that people often approach these workouts is to race them. Just go all out. Try and set PBs. Try and make it look epic on Strava. Try and just absolutely crank it out. And the reality is that isn't achievable week in, week out, or work in, work out, in, work out, in, out, out, that, that phrasing doesn't really work, does it? But we can week out. That really doesn't work to do all the time. You'll soon burn out. You'll soon get injured. You'll soon just get sick of the sport. So we need, we need balance there. 
the other thing is that it's it's just not a wise way to train because yes you could do an epic workout but you might be smashed for the next four or five days and you'll lose the next four or five days of training and then there might be a temptation to taper into workouts and then you lose a few days before that that workout so usually in a usual training scenario we, we want to feel like we could have done more. And so that's what I've, I've written down on my notes here. The could have done more philosophy. The could have done more training philosophy. This says that when you get to a stage in the workout where it starts to pinch, you go in as deep as you plan to go, but no further. And sometimes you actually bail out a little bit earlier because you know that, hey, this isn't a race setting. I've, I feel like I've gone a little bit too fast or my heart rate's up a little bit too high or I'm just, I'm just not on today. So I need to just back it off or, or, or change the workout somehow. So there's always tweaks that can be made. But in general, you should finish a workout feeling like you could have done more because it's a workout and it's not a race. And this is a really important distinction to have. Finishing a workout knowing that you could have done more. And this is where I see quite a lot of runners who perform well on the training ground but really don't translate those performances on, on the training ground into the racetrack. And it's, it's often frustrating and, and disappointing for those runners. And often it's because they have this... A, a, a sort of expectation that's put on themselves around the, the level of their training because it's so epic that they think that they'll have the, the same improvement from training to racing that other athletes would get. But B, they, they're just missing the opportunity to train fully throughout the week having these epic sessions you miss that opportunity like I said before to really crank it out the whole week and get a good week of training or a good month and good block of training rather than just these one-off epic sessions so that would be my encouragement for you today to we're trying to find a pace that's that's right for you it's about your one hour race pace but I want you to aim this week to finish that workout feeling like you could have done another set, another set of eight minutes, another block of eight minutes. And probably, look, we're doing three times eight minutes at a pace that you should be able to hold for 60 minutes nonstop. Really, you should feel like you're, you're just doing a half workout. You could have done another half to it. So be honest around that pace and save yourself for the rest of the week. Get a good workout in, of course. But remember, it's just another brick in the wall that builds this massive, impressive, great wall of fitness that we're, we're trying to build over time. And it takes months, and really, honestly, it takes years to get the absolute most out of your fitness. Well, there we go, ladies and gentlemen. Another episode of Workout of the Week in the Bag. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Hayden Shearman. And once again, the workout is three times eight minutes at your one-hour race pace or your lactate threshold and a two-minute little jog recovery in between. Keep it on the flat, make it measurable, and have fun dialing in that pace. Now, thank you for tuning into the show. Really appreciate that you've made it this far. 
two ways that you can help me keep this show running. One is to jump on your podcast player and hit that uh, subscribe button and also click us a five-star review that helps us bump bump things up in, in the algorithm. And the other way that you can help out is we have a Patreon uh, membership opportunity where you can just jump onto tempofit.org slash wow, W-O-W, and there you'll be able to click through the button onto Patreon, and you can sign up for just a couple of couple of bucks every month just to help this thing going. We'll send you some some free gifts, some free audio coach tools, and uh, yeah, it'll be great to have you on board and keep keep this mission going, and also keep what we're doing uh, in schools here in New Zealand going as well. You'll uh, be part of a big movement of getting uh, the next generation running. So thank you to all those who. Do support and we will catch you next week happy running Ciao.